Geek Shock. Oh, Geek snap, Shock. son, son. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, son. <laughs> you can't slap. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't slap me. I'm covered by the law. Come on down here to Arizona where slapping is for free. You can't handle the slap. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock. Number 148, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Slappy K. And just Michael. We're here to talk week and geek. What'd you do, gentlemen? What'd you do that's so geeky? I'll tell you what I did. I waited. That's waited. what I did, geeky. I waited. waited. What were you waiting on? I had a little oh. free time. Free time <laughs> is, is, is rare. Boy, I love it because... A time with no slate of what to do in it. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I don't know what that is anymore. It's confusing. And I got some. What'd you do? Uh, so I was like, you know what? I haven't done in a while. I haven't played Little Big Planet two. I was oh. like, I want to see what's going out in the uh, creative community. There's some oh, cool stuff no. going on I out know there. Where you're going with this. So I'm like, okay, we'll pop it in, and I expect that there'll be an install because when you haven't played a PS3 game for a while, it's got a few installs to go. So put it in, and like, okay, the installs are beginning. All sixteen patches of them. Oh. Okay, but, but, but all right, not a problem. I mean, let it go. Ten minutes, right? Yeah, if, you know what? Yeah, that's what you're hoping. Even even that, even you, 15. Shouldn't, be that. shouldn't even be that. Because what happens when you up, update a 360 game? You know, it's it's seconds at yeah, most. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's in under if, a minute. Yeah, most almost every, every time. single time. Even it was going. I was cases. I was checking news on my phone. I was playing a game on my phone. Mm-hmm. I looked up after a while. It about 20% in. Ugh. So I was like, fuck this. I Uh-oh. changed the TV over to the Ugh. Xbox to play Skyrim. <laughs> I played Skyrim <laughs> till it froze. Uh-huh. <laughs> what and, were you doing when it froze? Uh, I'm raiding some bandit hideout. Giant quotation marks? Sure. Okay. And I know what raiding a bandit means. <laughs> I thought they fixed that freezing <laughs> thing with Skyrim. <laughs> There's so many that there's so much code in Skyrim that they can't fix every hole in that game. Yeah, well, that's, the, that's open. The biggest code is raiding a bandit. Giant quotes. <laughs> that's code for we know what. <laughs> hey, you want to go raid a bandit? I don't know you. <laughs> you want to? Oh, so okay. Th- so then I just rebooted it. Played Pinball FX2 for about three or four games. Yeah. What were you playing? Uh, the uh, role playing game one. The yeah, that was kind of fun. That was Knight's Quest or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be a new table. I know there's another few coming this week. Soon. I think the Marvel ones hit. Yeah, so I was, I was hoping late night. See, I was hoping it was coming then, but it's it hadn't hit yet. And then finally, I kid you not, in order to play Little Big Planet two, I had to wait an hour and a half. Oh, boo. wow! Did you not play it after that? Wow. I, I did go ahead. You still and play wanted it, to play it because I, I was like, I've already gone this far good with it. God, I can see you doing that. Yeah, so I went ahead and played it and had a good time with it. But my God, what a barrier to entry! That's crazy. Yeah, PlayStation is it, the wait station. The is wait now station, what I call it. Yeah. It's the, wait the wait station. station. Dumb. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what did you? What What was the post you put? It was like Sony's version of uh, Comic Con's Line Con. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. Something oh, like is that, that what that was? That's exactly I was what curious that was. about that. That's yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I mean. That's fine. I got home from work and he's like, like in the middle of it. He goes, he's like, well, I wanted to play Little Big Planet, and I'm like, oh, go ahead. He's like, no, I can't. It's updating, and I'm like, 
What do you mean <laughs> it's updating? It's my, been updating since like 1.30. My PlayStation like, won't let me play a game. It's like 2.30. <laughs> he goes, I know. Wonders and it was still another half hour. It's sure. It was ridiculous. It was the, the craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm-mm-mm. So that's what I did. I did a lot of nothing to wow. play a game. Cool. Wow. Well, how was the uh, the game? There's some fun levels out there. <laughs> I like what people are doing out there. Little Big Planet is good. It's just on a bad platform. I even played some Mystery Science Theater levels. Ooh, really? Fun. Yeah. Where they create like little stages of various episode scenes. Cute. Which would kill you somehow. I don't know how that yeah. worked, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, that one Avengers comedy. level that you played that uh, you got stuck in a in a corner and couldn't get out of and it kept killing you. Yeah. But that's a little big planet. And it's a fun game. And it's a creative game. That's where the real fun lies is what people do with it. Just too bad I had to wait that long for it. I got Lollipop Chainsaw. Oh, you did. I what did. do you think? I like it. Um, it's goofy. It's not great. It takes the fun elements, the few fun elements there were in No More Heroes. Okay. And expands them. And doesn't become too tedious. I've already had one or two instances where I'm kind of like, come on, seriously. Like a bunch of zombies going for this bomb and you have to kill them before they touch the bomb. And it's just, it's difficult. But it's strange. Uh, but the, uh, you can earn tons of coins and stuff to buy upgrades on weapons and costumes and everything. But you can keep going back to the first stage. To and grind. just replaying that early level and grinding. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing for the most part because I just want to tweak her out. Get it really strong so I can just kind of breeze through the rest of the game. Okay. The main reason I bought the game, I pre-ordered it, which I don't do very often, no, yeah. was to get the uh, Jimmy Urine skin. Because uh, Jimmy Urine from Mindless Self-Indulgence, for those of you who don't know, Mindless Self-Indulgence one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, he was the music guru overseer of this game. The music tracks are phenomenal. It's a great sounding game. And you can tell he also lent his voice to the first boss that you encounter. Cool. And the coolest thing is the skin pack that you get when you pre-order. You got Ash from uh, Army of Darkness and whatnot. Okay. You know, he, it look, it's Army of Darkness Ash costume for her. And then the other costume is Jimmy Urin's costume that he wears on stage, which is funny because he's got little butterfly wings and just funny. It, it looks ridiculous. I've seen the man in this exact outfit in concert before, and it's just really cool. So, yeah. So my character's decked out like one of my favorite punk rockers, and it's fun. That's mm-hmm. damn cool. And not only do I love that his name is Jimmy Urin, mm-hmm. but the fact that downloading that, you get to say the words Jimmy Urin skin. Which yeah, is really. I, I <laughs> love a better name. I love that it was all over the fucking GameStop marketing. Pre-order and get the Jimmy Urine skin pack. <laughs> <laughs> like it was right there in bold font. I'm, I'm, I know people were taking sounds like triple takes on that shit. Porn. It sounds crazy. Act now yeah. and get your chicken skin bean bag. Yeah, <laughs> get your chicken skin bean bag. Did you get your urine urine skin. But uh, yeah, so uh, I was trying for the. The real reason I bought that game was to show support for uh, Jimmy's uh, work on that video game because I think that's great. And he's he's just a nerd. He's just a hardcore crazy nerd. I was just talking in an interview recently where he was like, "All I wanted to do when I was a kid, all I wanted to do for the rest of my life was the stuff I like doing as when I was a kid, which is doing music, playing video games, and generally causing mayhem kind of stuff. You know, just playing. So that's what he's doing. It's great. Yeah, awesome. man. Yeah, yeah. He's living the dream." I'm trying to live the dream, too. Yeah, blessings on both your houses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so more power to them. Keep making that. I hope they come out with another really great uh, album, too. And there's some inside jokes, too. It's pretty funny. Uh, when you're about to fight his first level one boss, 
So Mindless Self-Indulgence is a four-man group, um, really awesome. And uh, one of the girls in the group, the bassist, Lynn Z, hottest thing alive. Check her out online. Anyway, she uh, got married to Jared Way of uh, My Chemical Romance, who is also a really great comic art author who's the guy who wrote uh, The Umbrella Academy, if yeah. you've read those. So uh, I prefer his comics to his music, but whatever. So anyway, uh, as you're going heading into the battle... Uh, your character goes, uh, who does this uh, My Chemical Romance wannabe think he is? You know, so it's kind of funny. So it's like inside jokes between bands and whatnot because he's basically like his you know, stepbrother, not stepbrother, brother-in-law kind of, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's his band family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's cute. It's a fun game. We'll see if it keeps my interest. What else you do, gentlemen? I had a bacon fudge uh, Sunday. You got to actually eat one of those. I, uh, Giant I quotes. Stopped by. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know oh, what I'm talking you about. You went raiding a bandit. You know. I sure do. <laughs> you raid my bandit. <laughs> you got to so eat my bacon fudge Sunday first. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Layers upon layers, folks. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, boogity. I, w- I would say it gets deep in here. Where, but it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really go that deep. It falls deep. Where, where, does, uh, where does one acquire well, such a delight? Well, if one delight? listens to the show, one would have heard. <laughs> if one had been here last week, yeah, just ask any of our fans, Paul. They'll tell you. Yeah. Look, Look, they might busy. have learned of such a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Burger King is now offering uh, a uh, Southern-style or Memphis-style barbecue pulled pork sandwich, uh, sweet potato fries, and a bacon sundae. Served in a dirty ashtray. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like? How is it? You know, it was actually pretty good. I found the uh, the bacon crumbles on top seemed like they were a little stale. Lulled. Stale. Yeah, they yeah. cooked them that was morning by the taste of it. No, it's, it, no it, was it was real bacon, real bacon but, but it was like bacon that had been sitting out for... All day, all day. Yeah, I'll keep my bacon and my dessert but separate. But the big bacon chunks was were really good. Okay. They seem like more fresh bacon. Hmm. See, but no, I can see on, it being really good with good bacon. I'm chocolate putting, bacon is I'm good. Bacon on everything. Chocolate and bacon yeah, is a good combo. Chocolate in it. Do you guys yeah. ever like? Okay, I don't know what I was watching. Some old TV show or something, or it was referencing an old TV show, and they had an apple pie. Oh, it was freaking Men in Black. Apple pie with cheddar cheese. Uh, That's that old TV show? Yeah. Well, that old it, TV show. It was in Men in Black 3, Three as yeah. well, but uh, yeah. But I've seen I, it I've seen that it old TV I've show? heard about it. I was yeah. Like, oh yeah. I I I've been to diners from the 60s where yeah, they they're like <laughs> apple pie and then it says with cheddar cheese melted on top and it's like 50 cents more and you're just I'm just I still can't wrap my mind around it. It's this. good. You I've had, had yeah. I've had people tell like, me this like, and I'm like I've had Kentucky cheddar cheese on apple. It's a, yeah, I mean yeah, it's just it's I just, it's it, just it was, a kind yeah. of a, it's a diner thing. It's just would you yeah. like a slice of cheese on that? Is it the whole like salt with well, salt with sweet? Yeah, you know, it's a little savory. savory. It's a little with savory sweet. with your sweet. That's all. Yep. I gotta try that too. Bacon and cheddar <sighs> on my next apple pie. That's what you know. I'm doing. No, normally, I'm willing to try just about anything food wise, but that was just the one that I'm just like that I can't put you do off. It. I, I don't know what it is. I love cheese and I love apple pie. I just the two. You'd like it if you consider don't... it melted. It melts yeah. into the crust. Sure. It, you know you wouldn't just want like a bunch of shredded Mexican stacked on top. No, I get know. that. They, they typically warm the pie up before it's they like put somebody the cheese Somebody bust open you a bag some, of Kraft. Some Brie. <laughs> whack. You know, just a big old stack of that shit on there. Well, <laughs> Brie wouldn't do anything. Brie. Brie is pretty much flavorless. Limburger. <laughs> Blue cheese. Mm, Blue stuff. cheese and apple pie. Cheese to cook with. I ran 
D and D so uh, play test. So again, 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 he keeps doing it. Never stops it over and over again. A play test. He yeah, keeps trying to kill off all play players. We're play testing the fifth edition rules. He's getting close. Rules. Damn it. That's when what did, the Monday game is. Is that is that through through the company or something? Yeah, they're they're yeah. doing an open beta. Ah, and it, it's a very limited open beta. So. But you are in. Uh, well, bunch of a bunch of people. It's an open beta, so literally it's you, an exclusive you sign open up. beta. No, you sign oh. up and they will email you the You're link. You're saying it's limited. There's not a whole lot of material to go on. Right. Ah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the four classes, the four base classes, and then four races: elf, human, dwarf, halfling. And um, I, we, we had a very exciting fight uh, last night. I think yeah. that was nice and tense. Yes, it was. People, I'm actually disappointed because I'm reading on the forums. A lot of people are bitching that there are no attacks of opportunity. And they're like, I hate all this running around. And I'm loving it. I'm loving uh, my it. My wizard needs it. Yeah, if there were attacks of opportunity, your guy wouldn't be running up to ogres and slapping them with a shocking grasp and then running away. Yeah. <laughs> so I've actually been he in slaps gym. ogres. Yeah. And that advantage <laughs> mechanic is working well. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, annoying as hell. Disadvantage. Lewis is doing a great job. Yeah. Throwing a shield out there, blocking mm -hmm. attacks. Yep. So they acknowledge that the healing mechanic needs work. So. And it does, because you guys are still in the, the zone of the, the quote-unquote 15-minute adventuring day. You guys go through one battle, and you're basically spent. Yeah, well. And ready to... Uh, Welcome to first level. Re yeah. Ready to hide, so. But um, I'm enjoying the rules so far. I'm enjoying uh, what we've been doing. It's been fun. It oh, has been fun. Went to see Million Dollar Quartet this week at the Smith Center. That's Las nice. Vegas' new cultural theater. That place is fantastic. That is a dedicated Broadway theater. It has five balcony levels. Wow. wow. It, I nice. mean, it's... And the place was packed. The show was definitely from the Broadway League because it was uber professional. Everybody on top of it. Cool. So it's so good to have fantastic theater traveling through this town. Mm -hmm. So if you like theater at all, go check out the Smith Center shows because you will not be disappointed. I mean, everyone talked about Wicked being its opening show, but they've already had, what, I think this is the fourth yeah. musical that's come through? Things, yeah. Yeah. And there's Wicked's more. still on the way, right? It's still yeah, on the way. It doesn't come till September. In between there, it's Lacage is coming. Is it all sold out, probably? Uh, Wicked? I don't think so, because that one's the only one that's running for a little over a month. Oh, Most okay. shows, when they come through, they only come for a week. Got it. Yeah. But Wicked's open for a month. I might have to try and get some tickets for that. That'd yeah, it's like he told me that uh, next, uh, it was in May... Next year, or something like that. Uh, yeah, is, end, uh, end of May. End of May next year is uh, American Idiot. Green Day's musical. Yeah, I'm psyched yeah. about that one. Really want to see that one. Excited. I've heard it's good, but I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, care, I don't care for care. Green Day, but that's me. No, that's because that's you don't care for good things. That's true. <laughs> there you go. I care for awesome things. Quick question before we before <laughs> we know one, one of our one of our viewers muster. even made the same comment. Is like stop hating good. Stop hating good things. That's Paul. true. Last week we did have that comment. That was a yeah. from what? Fact check, Andy. He was like, "Don't worry, Paul doesn't like anything unless it's disturbing and Japanese." Mm. But that, but that wasn't fact check that oh, made yeah, that comment last the, week. Uh, this was, was the guy that was asking, "Why do you let Paul go on?" Yeah, the, yeah. Why, why, the, why don't we? Yeah, yeah, oh, he yeah, was yeah. joking. No, I no, read that full comment. He wasn't joking. He wasn't joking. He was serious. No, he was. So, I read that whole fucking comment. You read that comment. You know exactly what he Stop said. Stop hating on him. pain. <laughs> Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the cartoon. Yes. Uh, we, we covered that 
is is it canceled after the second season? Yes, there will okay. be no third season. All right, so there is a second season because I just finished the first season. It's great, it's isn't like, it? Yeah. Well, yeah. they're they're I changing mean, it though, right? They're, they're not very, changing it. It's done. They're starting with a whole new show. Okay. Yeah. They've already started uh, advertising it? that, mm -hmm. actually. That takes place um, in the movie continuity, not the comic. Yeah, the continuity. Ultimate Avengers with Spider-Man, that's going to be on Disney... XD. XD. So it's not yeah, like yeah. on Justice League where they change, just changed the name to Unlimited. And Which pissed... No. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Justice League to Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. No. Apparently not. Yeah, which is too bad when they stopped this is it. Really good. the episodes yeah. oh, were so good, and then all of a sudden it's just like... This is very good. That's it? really enjoyed the hell out of it. So. Yeah, that that Earth's Mightiest Heroes is wonderful. I'm waiting for them to, to come out with a single season packaging. I'm tired of these half seasons, seven, these seven disc, seven episode discs. I'm like, no, I'm not going to spend. No. Yeah. I'll give you thirty dollars for a full season. I'll take that back. I'll give you twenty five dollars <laughs> for a full season. No, 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 no. What I meant to say was, I'll give you ten dollars. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in my dream, how Paul in does, he negotiates. World. That's right. Yeah. Best Buy. He negotiates with himself. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Your mother. <laughs> way, way to zap in there, bro. Way to bring the funny. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> Uh, Adidas has come under oh, fire Adidas. for creating a pair of trainer shoes with shackles on them. Critics have compared the JS Roundhouse mids to be released in August to the chains worn by black slaves in the 19th century. The firm unveiled the trainers on its Facebook page. They feature plastic orange shackles uh, attached to the ankles by chains of the same color. Uh, the shoes have uh, sparked an angry debate online. Uh, more than 2,000 Facebook users have commented, many calling the design offensive and ignorant, saying the firm has sunk to new lows with their slaveware product. Uh, in related news, <laughs> the NAACP has recalled My Pet Monster. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that thing? I remember yeah, it had like chains. It had orange fucking shackles on it. <laughs> that's <laughs> what they did with them. They just that's cast what they them did. Shoes. They, they redid them for shoes. <laughs> they, 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 we somebody, have these. They found a warehouse full of My Pet Monsters. They went, let's repurpose the skin, and turn it into some of the suede on the side of the shoe, and stick the shackle on the corner because we got this, a bunch of old oh, My Pet man. Monster shackles. That's all that shoe is. That's... That's like uh, when you see like Indian headwear, uh, from Native American headwear, how they mm -hmm. use every part of the animal. Those shoes were created from the slaughter of my pet monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and we use every and they part. We use every part. That's all there was to it. I like, I like also how that paragraph mentions it's based on the slave shackles that they wore in the 19th century. Because if it was based on the ones they wore in the 18th century... It probably would have gotten by, and people would have been good with it. You know? But the well, 19th century sack, that's just too soon. Well, because in the 18th century, they weren't neon orange shackles. <laughs> yeah. so what the fuck? Find them easier. How preposterous. Uh, hey, oh, oh, he's shackled to his own footwear. Yeah. By Outrageous. The, by the way, I saw today Hard on the CNN core. crawler, they pulled the shoes. They did? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's I, I saw that on the crawler. Oh, yeah. man. So if you guys saw... A couple episodes ago, talking about that sneakerhead documentary. Mm -hmm. Man, those are going to be oh, uber collectible. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Good yeah. lord, the prices on those. We should look up the price on those. I bet it's amazing. Barry, Barry, uh, no. did no. they did they officially get released? <laughs> they were just like announced with pictures. So oh, no, they're still like in chains. <laughs> oh, <laughs> house arrest, your mama, <laughs> booyah. <laughs> 
You're never getting released. Biatch. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. The Lindsay Lohan sneaker comes with an electronic ankle bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> House arrest. And then, and then you have the kids with the cheap ghetto rip, they rip offs. They just wrap some aluminum foil around their ankles. <laughs> you know? Your shoe don't have no real chain. <laughs> Shut up. Your mother. Your mother. <laughs> My pet monster. Your mother is my pet monster. Oh, snap. I got a monster for your mother. Okay, let's hit the dozens. Here we go. Here we go. Your <laughs> mother's so my pet monster. Her buck-ass teeth stick out so far, she can open a letter from across the street of the post office. What up with that? Huh? Huh? She got letter-opener-ass teeth from across the road. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Is this one of your improv games again? <laughs> this the Dirty Dozens. This is the Dozens, yo. <laughs> Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> your mother's so cross-eyed. Your mother's so cross-eyed, she thought I was twins. What? <laughs> Hell. Yeah. <laughs> when she met me, she was like, oh, you both some nice boys. I'm like, bitch, I'm one guy. You cross-ass-eyed bitch. That's <laughs> how your mother's all cross-eyed. News <laughs> you don't give a shit about... <laughs> You know, because when you cross your eyes, you see double. That's what yeah, I hear. Sorry, really? Uh, and you know, Thank like, you, Mr. like Science. And can you imagine? Can you imagine people's teeth being so long that they reached across the street and could open a letter? Yeah, one tooth would wow. be able to, a whole set of teeth might get in the way. Those are the You're special right. Mattingly dozens. They come with the special director's commentary where he explains. Director commentary dozens. Yep. Yeah, but it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger style commentary where he just says what's on the screen. Oh, <laughs> I could call it easy dozens. <laughs> okay, everybody. Easy not dirty dozens. dozens. Not that. Well, it's the dirty. But it's called the dirty dozens. That's right. But I would call it the easy dozens. So everybody easy bake dozens. Easy bake dozens. <laughs> get a, a get a scene partner named Baker. You could have Baker's dozens. <laughs> this is the easy way to get into the dozens. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a dozens training thing. <laughs> <laughs> a dozens training wow. seminar. That would be useful in 1988. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yo, that 19th century dozens training video would have gone over really well. Nick Those Cannon, are bright orange. Nick Cannon yeah. made a career out of that shit, so don't you fucking tell me nothing. Uh, OMG Pop and Zynga's mobile sensation Draw Something, the game downloaded 50 million times in its first 50 days in the market, has been successfully auctioned to a game show pilot for CBS. Oh, a boy. joint Sony Pictures Television, Ryan Seacrest Productions, and Embassy Road Production. The show will reportedly feature celebrities and audience art competitions. A premiere broadcast date has not been confirmed. Each week, teams of celebrities and everyday users will test their skills in front of a studio audience to earn money and big laughs. Viewers can also play <laughs> along at home for a chance to win prizes and compete with the celebrities, described the network. Yep. Wow, because it hasn't been done before well, on television. Yeah. But it's been 10, 15 years since Pictionary was out. And so. win, lose, or draw. Yeah, Let's do it. Win, lose, or draw. That was yeah. it. And that didn't bring the funny. Win, lose, or draw was pretty funny. Was it? Almost every episode, <gasps> someone was drawing oh, a penis. Those Pictionary dozens. Pictionary this is your mama right here. <laughs> <laughs> your mama's so ugly, I can't accurately depict her in a drawing for fear of losing my eyesight when I look at the drawing I make. That's how ugly your mother is. Oh, I, this line right here, this line that I drew, that is an interpretation of your mother acceptable for network standards. Biatch! <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can represent your mother without getting kicked off by the FCC. 
see. What? <laughs> She's like dig. a troll. She's like hey. a damn troll monster. Your pet monster? She's like my pet monster. I'm going to make shoes out of that bitch. What? <laughs> Your mom. Alan Moore's newest work, The League of Extraordinary Extraordinary Gentlemen, Century 2009, has been kept under pretty tight wraps for a while now, but the book came out this week. Independent critic Laura Sneeden uh, mentions in her review that a character portrayed as the Antichrist has quite a bit in common with the boy who lived. Quote, at no point does Moore use the words Harry or Potter, but a magic train hidden between platforms at King's Cross Station leading to a magical school where there are flashbacks of psychotic adolescent rage and whimpering children pleading for their life, all strewn with molten corpses, does rather suggest that the boy who lived, a hidden scar and a mentor named Riddle, though possessed as he is by a real villain, completes the picture. The Antichrist also fires lightning bolts from his crotch. Uh, Sneeden adds that the depiction is a commentary on a perceived uh, degradation of society, both in our world and fictional, Originality is visually dwindling, while major franchises and celebrity bi- biographies are relentlessly pushed upon us. Sneed also points out, the League books are satire, and Moore has respect for all characters that he uses and hints at, expressing hope that people will look beyond the Harry Potter connection to appreciate the whole. The question is, will Rowling, her publisher Scholastic, and Warner Brothers Pictures, home of the Potter movies, see it that way? All three are extremely protective of the Potter brand and might just want to test the limits of whether Moore's work has protected itself as parody or open a copyright don't, infringement. Don't, don't, don't. Simpsons do effect. Simpsons effect. And if it, you don't leave it alone. And it yeah. doesn't help matters that do, Warner I mean, also owns uh, is uh, you know owns Moore's arch nemesis. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's well, true. Well, Warner yeah, Brothers really. was suing over was it Warner Brothers that was suing over uh, Wizard of Oz recently? Uh, MGM. That was MGM. Oh, that was MGM. Okay. Or the company that bought the MGM uh, catalog. In other words, MGM. Uh, yeah, man. No, yeah, leave it alone because they're gonna stir up a hornet's nest. Yeah, if they do. You just, can't. You why can't, do people do that? I mean, he is one of the foremost intellectuals of our day. How are you gonna fight him on intellectual property rights? Good luck. He yeah. will own you when it comes to intellectual anything. In fact, in fact, he's probably waiting for it. At this well, point. yeah, yeah. Exactly. It may be, and he may be, he may be baiting for it. And mm-hmm. and and more props to him. You know, he's he's a very intelligent gentleman. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. And if you can't, I mean, he's already. You know, it's the same kind of stuff he did with Promethea, expanding on literary characters as mm. you know different incarnations of reality and whatnot and yeah let him do his thing man Prometheus is so fucking good you guys haven't read yes. Promethea fucking oh. read Promethea yesterday woo yeah, yeah I read it it's so awesome good. it is very awesome that yep. is uh, O'Neill still the artist is this before they're falling out I don't know cause uh they had a falling out <sighs> oh yeah yeah uh, well I um I think it's actually you can find uh well I'm, I think I read about it I don't know I've seen enough more interviews on YouTube. I now get them confused, but I think I read about it. O'Neill uh, tried to sell him, or at least get his blessing for before Watchmen, and things got tense and strained. And uh, uh, it, uh, as it, in O'Neill was going to be participating <clears throat> in the project. I don't or? know if he's participating or if he was just giving his blessing. But that, uh. and I am 
way oversimplifying it, but that was sort mm -hmm. of like a straw breaking the camel's back. Got it. Interesting. So it, yeah. and you really need to look it up. I, I think if you just look up O'Neill Moore falling out Watchmen or controversy, out yeah, Watchmen falling out or Watchmen, something, you will uh, find Kirsten it. just simplified it, but this is more. There's more to it. I'll put there that in my is a. Engine. There is. <laughs> yes. So, thank you. Thank you for summing up my oversimplification of the complex issue, Paul. Dude, you're, it's hard. I don't know. You know, your mother. Oh boy! <laughs> Here we go. Here you want go. controversy? You want simple and complex in one? <laughs> uh, comics writer Robert L. Washington III, best known as the co-creator of the DC Comics hero Static, passed away last week in New York at the Static age of forty-seven. Uh, the hero was named Static. Yes. Yeah. From Static Shock. Yeah. Uh, tr uh, static financial shock. trouble. And a lack of family could mean that Washington ends up buried in an unmarked grave. But friends and fans are working to change that, and you can help. Uh, Washington's career boomed in the 90s with the creation of Static, the superhero team Shadow Cabinet, and a host of other comics. But he fell on hard times in the financial year, final years of his life. He had uh, trouble finding work, wound up homeless more than once, and often sought help paying bills. When he died last week, friends realized that Washington had no money to fund a funeral and convinced the New York Medical Examiner's office to put his body on hold to allow him a chance to raise funds for a proper burial. The fundraising efforts is running through the Hero Initiative, a charity devoted to helping comics creators in need that frequently lent Washington a hand in recent years. To, to donate to Washington's funeral fund, you can head over to the Hero Initiative, click their Donate button, and select Add Special Instructions to Seller when you make your don uh, donation. Uh, type Robert Washington in the special instructions box to make sure that the money goes to the funeral fund. Along with the fundraising effort, Washington's final comic work is also making the round. It's a one-page story titled One More Time, chronicling his financial troubles. See, this is frustrating to me. If the man was so downtrodden, why didn't anyone step up with this kind of initiative during his life? Uh, he was getting help from the Heroes Fund, but, okay, but, but I mean, the Heroes Fund is so strapped, uh, so with underfunded. Of, I mean, well, there's so many damn artists that can't well, get their shit right. together. Uh, one of the things that was going about the internet for a while with Avengers because there was that kind of uh, comic reader's guilt about the ownership of the Avengers yeah. versus you know who wrote it and who's getting the money. So they put forward to say. You know, if you're feeling the guilt, you know you're going to see it more than once. You know, buy your ticket to the Avengers, and then uh, the money that you would spend on the second ticket, give it to the Hero Initiative, mm -hmm. and that would go to the creators. And uh, that earned all of $5,000. Yeah, well, so because... Now. Nah. nah, it's fucked up. It's sad. It's really sad. But at this point, too, I don't know. I don't know what his standing is. I don't know what his religious stance was. But to me, it seems like a waste of funds to try and get a whole burial thing going on. Why not, you know, go the cremation route and then throw this money towards the living? Hmm. I don't know. That's just, I mean, or it's just sad that he didn't get more help while he was still breathing. That is true. Heartbeat props, people. That's what it's all about. Digital Underground said it best decades ago. Give respect to people when they're alive. Giving more respect to a dead man than you do my man. And my man's got the plan in his hand. Right there, fool. Oh, snap. Wake up and smell the people who are around you. This, Wake I mean, up and smell the people who are <laughs> no, around not, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> not in this room. <laughs> not in this room. <laughs> All righty then. All around the world, the same. Heartbeat crop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
fart beat props. There you go. Yark. Oh yeah, man. Oh man, <laughs> I know what you're saying though, Paul. Lots of a couple of celebrities actually stood up and said the same thing when Whitney Houston died, and it was like, oh, such a tragedy. Oh, this is oh such a challenge. And a lot of people were like, where the fuck were you people when she heard you know when she when it's, it was 10 a.m. and she was ordering yet another drink and complaining about how weak it was? Yeah. Where the fuck fuck were you then? Yeah. It's, well, it's um, the same. I, I didn't know. I didn't know about it. I would have said something. It's the same. It's like <laughs> that that same twist on the whole survivor guilt thing. To say, you know, people get so wrapped up in their own lives. It's not until somebody dies that they're like, "Oh, well, maybe I should have been a little more active in that person's life." And, I, and person, you, can, you can still donate to Bobby Brown yeah. for for crack. Well, Kirsten, yeah. to, to your point, I, I feel I feel bad about it because I went so light on the vermouth, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> Lesson learned. You should go out of the Lesson you learned. You sure she didn't throw it back in your face? I don't want no damn vermouth. Get my ass! <laughs> Somebody light him on fire. That was a spot on impression. Speaking <laughs> of Bobby Brown, did you see they had that whole uh, reunion concert at the at Planet Hollywood this weekend? You mean New Edition? Yeah. Did they reunion They did a, they did they? a one day reunion. They full, like the full. Fuck, I missed that. It was, I it was gone Saturday. Shit. Fuck. I, on Friday, I saw the mobile billboard running, and it was if like, it it was like love, Saturday, why new edition, does it hurt the reunion so concert. Well, that because you're so sad. Said one night only, all six original yep. members, and I'm just sitting here going, "Wow, <laughs> they're great." All right, at the count of at the count of three, everyone sing your favorite new edition song. All right, <laughs> one, two, three. Where, where, where'd you go? Bitch, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> oh, whoa! Whoa! That was Bell Biv DeVoe. Slow down. I'm sorry. Slow down. I'm sorry. Slow down. Sorry. That is not canonical. I, I mixed, that I mixed was, things That up. was Bobby Brown's solo. Sorry, was right after sorry. I apologize to everybody. New edition. Sorry. Canonical new edition. <laughs> Canonical, your mother. Okay. Oh, snap. oh snap. right. Snap. Oh, snap. Snap. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. You got to get a Bobby Brown snap. All right. All right. Here's a Bobby Brown snap. Bobby Brown snap. Your mother is so stupid. She came up to my face and she said, hey, why did you hit me the other week? And I said, bitch, it's my prerogative. And she said, your prerogative? What's that mean? I said, damn, you're so stupid, I'm going to hit you again. And I did. She got two black eyes, you dumb mom. It's all snaps. Prerogative. Prerogative snaps. Your mom's so stupid, when Bobby Brown said it's my prerogative, that bitch said, ooh, I wish I had some of them potato cakes. <laughs> <laughs> she thought they were pierogies. <laughs> Is this the commentary? That's the commentary. <laughs> so it seems like she was she was confusing prerogative with the word pierogi. Oh, I see what you did there. It's an easy mistake. <laughs> it's an easy mistake. <laughs> but that lady is a good. dumb bitch. What? I'm Who's? Just, I'm just adding to the commentary, like you know, pierogies are good. like Schwarzenegger would. Pierogies are good. They're, yeah. they're awesome tasting. We have them on pierogies. the set one day. Schwarzenegger will be on. Craft services. <laughs> they brought in. The, they brought them in, and I ate the whole tray. And, and I was awesome. They were irresistible. It's like Pringle can, except you know, wrapped in dough. <laughs> Pringles wrapped in dough. <laughs> That's awesome. Homemade pierogies. <laughs> Get some dough. Put some Pringles in it. Wrap it up. Dump it in the fryer. I bet you can't just eat one. <laughs> 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 
Once you pop, there's no stopping. <laughs> My favorite is barbecue. Barbecue Pringle pierogies. <laughs> you want Italian? Take the pizza Pringles. <laughs> Put the pizza Pringle pierogi. <laughs> Don't you practice your alliteration on my show. <laughs> Say that five times fast, Arnon. Uh, damn you. Participate in pizza Pringle pierogi proliferation. A public participation? Don't public get slapped. Public participation in pizza pierogi. Public participation in Pringle pizza pierogi proliferation. Piggy, Penis. please. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Pillsbury. <laughs> Pillsbury penis, really? Is that where you went with that? No, but that's where you went. No, he oh. said penis, and then he said Pillsbury. Oh, snap. Your mama's clit is so wiggly and white, I thought it was a Pillsbury penis. She got a sick, wiggly, white clit hanging out of business that looks like an old, used, uncooked crescent roll. I was going to go down on her, and she said, hold on a second, and slapped it against the counter to break the canister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She cracked her clit open from the pressure. You see, because uh, biscuits from Pillsbury come in a container that you have to... It's pressurized with nitrogen <laughs> so that it... Is that what it is? Nitrogen? Supposedly, yes. Supposedly? <laughs> I love it. There you go. That's the, that's the company's Oh, line. great, great commentary. <laughs> And conspiracy theories. All of a sudden, Jesse Ventura. We don't know exactly what's in those cans. We'll never really. I'm telling you, the truth is being hidden from us every day. It's getting goddamn terrible. I won't eat a biscuit anymore unless I've seen it coming, not out of a can. What the hell was the name of that show that he did? The conspiracy Conspiracies. It, that's just the name of the show? You got it. Yeah. It was terrible. You've was almost like forgotten it, haven't you? Yeah. Because the government's been trying to wipe dude, it from dude, your he brain. Was on Piers Morgan just the other night. Just the other night. And, and he's up on the screen. And Piers is like, so, Jesse, you're on the screen. You're not here in my studio. Explain why. I get harassed as a governor at the airport. The TSA harasses all governors. You have no rights. That is what has happened to our Constitution. He just went right off. And he says, I do not fly anymore because I get harassed at the airport by the TSA. I've got so much metal in my body, the TSA harasses me. And he was just, you have no rights at the airport. They as, totally as a governor. Yes, as, as a governor. As, oh, he threw that in there. As, <laughs> as a governor. governor and part robot, I have no more rights. <laughs> oh my God! It so was much something. metal in my body. Listen to your gorilla monsoon. <laughs> 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 uh, pizza pierogies, folks. Uh, some new details have finally come to light about the near-forgotten new Mortal Kombat flick. The project is being I, developed what? by... Uh, <laughs> sorry? I, I am you, a Mortal uh, Kombat junkie, and yeah, I, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Was this, yeah, was this the, web, the web series? This that, the guy uh, that did the, guy oh, that did the, right. did the website. Well, that was terrible. But he was given the, uh, uh, the go-ahead to make a movie. And then oh, people watched the web series. It was called a Mortal Kombat Legacy, and the went, web oh, series. Oh, no. Uh, according to a new synopsis, it seems the big screen version may not be the same world we saw in Legacy. Here, oh. here is the reported synopsis, a per bloody disgusting quote. The live-action reboot will follow a lowly, unlucky supermarket employee who discovers that he has out-of-this-world powers 
and must decide between good and evil, even though the evil side has helped him discover his true potential and who he really is. Does he work at, at S-Mart? <laughs> Did you see, didn't say. you see this fucking movie with Jackie Chan three years ago? Uh, didn't you see this shit? I Who am I? I? Forbidden Kingdom, what it's called? I, I didn't watch that. Oh, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what this fucking... Yeah. That's exactly what it was. White it's, guy discovers he's the heir to the Monkey King, exactly. whatever, and then Jet Li the and on Jackie White guy yep. is hanging out in a, in a convenience store. Yep. It's the same goddamn movie. He ends up. He's like he's a pickpocket. He's a he's a shoplifter running with the wrong crowd, getting picked on and beat up. Still not even getting. And then Jackie Chan, exactly. Jackie Chan comes and goes. Oh, excuse me, what guy? You actually better than everybody. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Come oh, to, you gotta work hard on your kung fu. Come to China and save us all. Yeah, precise. So well, it was like an alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but come so, to alternate universe China and save us all, white guy. Yep. So dumb. And he and that <laughs> actor, that actor was so bad. I mean, that role is terrible. That whole thing. Of, hey, round Let's back. take a kid on a journey. Shut up. I hate you. God damn it. The mythology of Mortal Kombat is preposterous, but deep. And you could take one or two key elements of it and make something really cool. Just base it around the Soulnado. That's all you need. <laughs> the fucking Soulnado. The Soulnado. So dumb. If it's you the wrap it in dough and deep fry it, it's tasty. Who can't? Why would you? Why? Why? Oh, is it the Transformer syndrome? You got to have That's some right. young white kid who's like, oh, he's a protagonist. Let's do that. Uh, maybe they got the whole idea that. It's so deep and dense that you need a guy that doesn't know what they're talking about to get the exposition. Like putting too much air into a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Paul gets that one. You got that one. There's so many. There's so you many. got it too. <laughs> There's so many characters that they could use. It's just dumb. <laughs> IDW has announced it has a new comic series based on arguably the most popular edition of the Trek franchise, Star Trek The Next Generation. They've booked former Trek mastermind Brandon Braga to write and mastermind the series, which will focus on a new encounter with the fan-favorite baddie, the Borg. Quote, it's a thrill. Is it a Borg story? Yeah, I was going to say, could it be the very thing he created? Oh, no. (laughs) It's a thrill and privilege to be writing in the Star Trek universe again, Braga said to TG Daily. This graphic medium will provide the narrative ambition and visual scope this story deserves. The final chapter in the Borg saga. Here's the synopsis for the first installment of the new run. In a distant future, where the deadly Borg have assimilated the entire galaxy, Picard, his crew, and some unexpected allies must prove once and for all that resistance is not futile. Packed with mind-bending twists, time-jumping action, and revered genre-defining characters, Star Trek The Next Generation Hive promises to be a must-read event for the fans of the TNG's intrepid legacy. The series set for September in honor of the 25th anniversary. This is IDW, though, right? This is IDW. IDW's done some really great Trek books. And they've also done some really crappy ones. Well... It's some it's very them, hit or miss. It's hit or miss, but they've done some really great. The 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 original series stuff was all really good yeah. for the most part. For and, the, yeah, uh, you're right. For the most part, I, mean? I think where they really went off the rails though was this ridiculous crossover crap they keep throwing. Oh, in. I don't read any of that <laughs> shit. I, can't I, I go that. to the comic book store and I'm like, what is this bullshit? I don't, I don't need know. a Reese's cup of fucking. I like Avengers that. I, I heard and, that line. 
Picard with some unusual allies or something? That's Maybe. true. I'm, I, I yeah. want to see Cyclops and 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 uh, Batman Who? and Doctor. Oh, oh, Doctor Who. Yeah, I couldn't IDW believe that. One. I was like, like I uh, love me some Doctor Who. Doctor they did a Star Who Trek Doctor Who because they own both both comic rights. So they, there was a Star Trek: The Next Generation and Doctor Beats Doctor Who. Hey, and people I'm just, love their ugh. slash fiction and shit. Whatever, mm -hmm. let them have it. It's just, but but that's gross. that's that's what half of the 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 comic titles they put out lately are. It's 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 like they hire slash fiction writers and say, hey, go to town. We're a comic book company. We can afford it. Well, what that Fifty Shades of Grey is actually just Twilight fanfic that was yeah. rewritten, right? Yep, it is. Is and that what it is? Yeah. yeah, you hear about the Fifty Shades of Grey Twilight fanfic yeah. rewritten and published. My wife I has only... read that series three times. She loves it. Fifty Shades. Yep. It she seems like it. it's a big hit with the women. It's hot business. It, about it. It. it gets it gets gets the ladies gets moist. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's preposterous. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh? What? What? It's ridiculous. <laughs> we got it. I know, but you look like you were about to say another joke. <laughs> Somebody's <there>. got to <laughs> got to put Justin Bieber in a vampire I'm, I'm movie those books are constantly and corner the market on women and the entirely. Pages are crinkly. <laughs> what? <laughs> put Justin Bieber in a vampire movie and just corner the market on women and young girls. So altogether. this was, I just read a little <laughs> article today that a friend sent me about uh, the first review of the new Spider-Man film. And they said that it's really kind of playing on those tropes from Twilight where it's a little, a little more angsty, teeny romance stuff going on early on. Mm. But I'm like, great. That's what it is. Spider-Man is a fucking soap opera. In case you didn't know, mm -hmm. I'm really, I'm, I get more and more excited for this film the, the more I hear about a soap it. Opera. Absolutely. Yeah. So and especially the stuff between Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. also yeah. popular. Oh, it so terrible, yeah. so I think I'm very hopeful for the film. And he says that the second half is, you know, wham bam, crazy crash. So it's got crazy blockbuster stuff too. But I'm all for giving me some real depth of character and what you call it. I mean, the Twilight books are successful for a reason. Yeah. And the books are pretty I don't know if they're good, but they're they're Interestingly and well written, they read quickly. I guess that you know they're they're page turners, if you will. But there is something to be said for the characters in there. You know, I just the depictions on film are not to my liking. Speaking of Gwen Stacy, Paul, uh, I did find out an interesting bit of information on Emma Stone. I know it. She's actually a blonde. She isn't. Yes, she is a natural blonde. Yep. So your your rant and I rave. I was upset and before. You, and you were had no. You were like, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, listener. Oh my no god, right <laughs> I had no right to be so mad. No, and and that's and that's yeah. awesome too. I love to hear that. I too. didn't know that she dyed her hair red just to be, you know, not another dumb blonde on screen. I didn't realize that either. But, but it turns out she's a prerogative blonde. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Emma Stone snaps. Well, you know, because peroxide blonde, but it's prerogative instead of peroxide. It's my peroxide. Uh, it's the way that yeah. I want to die. <laughs> That's the way I want you to die. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of wow. the way I want to live. Blonde but Paul. die, spelled D-Y-E. Yeah, that's, it, would be, it would be a parody, a pun. <laughs> See, the, the, the play on really words solid, is yeah. I used the, the different spelling. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, two, two meanings, many words in English. That's why it was difficult for me to learn the language originally. It's a very pun-filled language. I used to think dick meant something totally different. That's why all the sexual harassment and fucking of maids. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's language problems. <clears throat> I would have never raped all of those ladies. <laughs> oh, well. 
Live and learn. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that no really meant no. So many different meanings for you. I words. thought they meant K-N-O-W and yeah. not N-O. Exactly. Oh God. No, no means yet. No means yet. <laughs> now I know that. Now I know that. Hard lesson to learn. Maria. <laughs> Paramount has yanked the brakes on that reimagining of what? the... They yanked the brakes. Yeah, giant quotes. <laughs> on that reimagining <laughs> of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that no one wanted. Uh, but it's not entirely dead yet. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the studio has shut down Bay's alien-centric Turtles reboot indefinitely so work can be done on the screenplay. Uh, this new TMNT, which, uh, which will be directed by Wrath of the Titans' Jonathan Liebsman, was uh, supposed to come out next December, but now Paramount is taking talking about a May 2014 release, if at all. As soon as Lindelof's free. Do not care. <laughs> oh, God. Did you see Prometheus? Did you guys yeah. talk Prometheus We last haven't week? really talked about it because I mean, I some people out there still haven't. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I don't think, I don't know if I'm Right, right now it's a mixed bag in well, this Well, that's room. what it is everywhere, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for it to come out on video at this point. Cause okay. Seriously? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a shame. It'll be out by Christmas. I say Dude, is it worth it seeing it in film? I um, think it's worth seeing, seeing on the, the big screen because it, it is. is a gorgeous movie. Did I get a chance to talk to you guys about... I don't think I did yet. No, you about, didn't. I uh-uh. didn't. Nope. About John Carter? Do you know him? In, in you what? saw it. I, I saw your post. That's a terrible movie. You were unhappy. I could, I've not even gotten through it yet. It's that bad. Where you keep stopping and starting? Is that yeah, what you're I just doing? keep stopping it. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I got better things to do. I got better nails to drive in my eyes. It's awful. <laughs> I could be on the computer ignoring. Oh. <laughs> it is terrible. Okay, so just terrible. How many times did you see it, Christian? Me? Oh, I only saw John Carter once. Once? Okay, so. Did you see it? I didn't see it at all, no. I'm still playing the at the dollar thing. theater. Yeah, <laughs> well, I wish I'd known that. I could have saved myself 17 hard-earned dollars. <laughs> Boo hiss. Oh, you bought it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I was like, oh, I'll toss a little money towards Andrew Stanton. I got respect for the you know source material and whatnot. Sure. I know this is one of those projects that never got off the ground. Glapiot's there. Glapiot's there, one of those kind of things. I never got to see it in the theater because it was you know just a time when I didn't have a whole lot of spare cash on hand and you know it was a weird time and and i was hearing all the weird stuff about it oh my god dismal just mired in like basic stuff like what's the number one thing i preach in my classes kirsten uh uh um uh yeah on the spot stop touching show don't (laughs) show don't tell but what's the the first and foremost rule what oh um, uh, eye, eye contact? contact. Eye contact is my number one thing, and there are several—not just one or two, but several scenes where the main characters are going through detailed information to each other. Where usually the princess is staring at the fucking ground; she's talking to the ground. When John Carter is a foot away from her, she's looking at the ground and ta- and delivering stuff to that. The characters don't talk to each other characters are so disconnected i think it's a fact of the whole cgi shit then make it an all cgi film it would have it may have had a chance but the combination just did not fly it's but i mean stuff basic stuff like that basic performance problems like that and i think maybe that is a big part of it that the the actors they got just couldn't pull their weight i'll have to see it again i mean they just look at the ground she looks at the she ground. She does that a lot. She, 
Yeah. And it's really funny, too, because... Um, uh, they're trying to make Dejah Thoris into more of a badass warrior woman princess, but then they turn around and they do tons of vulnerable chick stuff, which they're really trying to just, have it both ways. Yeah. They disempower her great. And know, she is actually a much more powerful character in the novels without running around with a sword fighting. Precisely. Precisely. So, I mean, I can. I didn't think it was as bad I didn't, like you're saying, um, was they but at, I didn't. It didn't. Just, was she looking at the ground to be demure? No, to be poignant. It's like you know. Yeah. It's it, and this is the thing. It's like when and that's this is why I preach to my students. It's like when a moment of emotion hits, it is rare that we want to share that with the eyes of another human being because it's difficult to speak to the eyes of another human being during times of strong or interesting emotion. But that's theater. That's the break in the pattern of the everyday. Mm-hmm. It's the moment when you talk to whoever you you know whatever relative person it's the moment that that relationship takes another jump because here's something meaningful and that's what fuels improvisation is saying something meaningful and impactful and emotional and really having the focus of that other person in a difficult way and then having seeing what how they react and it's just it's an acting basic if you deliver your strongest emotional lines to the fucking floor the floor is not going to respond to you and not only that you don't have the opportunity as a performer to adjust and mold and mollify your performance as you're being affected by the way your words are affecting your partner it's sad i mean it's acting 101 Mm -hmm. but it's i just it it blew my fucking mind like if it happened once i'd have been like "Eh." but it happened enough to make me go she fucking looks at the ground every time they're having a moment and then you're telling me these fucks are in love eat my balls they can't look at each other (laughs) that's lucas style love man (laughs) it's martian love eating balls but that's a whole thing too that's a whole thing it's like it's like their whole love affair is stolen glances and then they look away. It's not long-held glances to the point of uncomfort or interest. Oh, that's Twilight Thanks. Love. Thanks for holding eye contact with me there on that <laughs> one. Doing it. It's these moments of like... I can see the effect it's having on Michael. It's amazing. Uh, hey, man, I'll push a motherfucker's buttons. I don't care. I've been in this game long enough to know how it works. In quotations. In quotations. Yeah. Yeah. Push a motherfucker's buttons. Made of Pillsbury. But I just... Raising a bandit. I just I I will I will finish the film. I want to watch all the special. I watched some of the special feature stuff. It's interesting, but it's just sad. It's just monumental potential thrown in the ash can. Wow. When I think of the money spent on that, it just makes me so sad. You really couldn't get actors that could look at each other, or Andrew Stanton. Do you not understand that that's, I mean, are you so in the robot mode that your animated characters don't have to look at each other or rarely do because it's so one take because the audience is digging into those virtual eyes? Or maybe that's the problem because it's all just, there's nothing really going on. What's that? (laughs) No. What's that from? <laughs> Do you remember Hungry Eyes from... Oh, from virtual. <laughs> I could do it. You know, virtual eyes. <laughs> Uncanny Valley, you can't disguise. You've got virtual eyes. Nothing behind them. I see nothing but lies. Between the floor and I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, nothing. It's, it's just sad. Okay. Rant over. <laughs> For now. For now. For now. <laughs> well, there's one thing we learned from Game of Thrones. It's that I no have... one is safe <laughs> in Westeros. This is a great story, but death. also creepy. 
And apparently that rule extends to former presidents of the United States. Do you know about this, Kirsten? If you look closely at one particular se- oh, season yeah. one sequence... If you look really closely... Yeah, you will have to pause yeah. to see it. Uh, the episode finale, Fire and Blood, when King Joffrey... Uh, takes a frightened Sansa out to look at the head of the recently decapitated. The camera shows us several other heads on pikes next to the one shown. Amongst them, shown in profile and partially obscured by a scruffy mess of hair, is George W. Bush. Series creator David Beninoff and D.B. Weiss want to assure viewers that the cameo was by no means a political statement on their part. (laughs) Uh, here's a snippet from the episode's DVD commentary. Quote, The last head on the left is George Bush. Uh, George Bush's head appears in a couple of beheading scenes. It's not a choice. It's not a political statement. We just had to use whatever head we had around. Unquote. Yeah, it was a really well-formed yeah. prop that was on hand. And they just and you can't... It doesn't look like George Bush, per se. Yeah. He's got scraggly, crazy hair. Yeah. yeah. It looks like his profile a little bit. But you really have to stop the whole fucking movie to get it. Yeah. But even with that explanation built right into the reveal, HBO felt compelled to let the public know that they're very sorry the former president's fake cranium wound up at the end of a stick at a castle that doesn't actually exist. Quote, uh, We were deeply dismayed to see this and find it unacceptable, disrespectable, and in very bad taste. Did the they say disrespectable? Said, they said disrespect. Uh, oh, sorry. Unacceptable, disrespectful. Okay. That's me. That's me <laughs> being Torgo. Disrespectful. That's just me being Torgo. Got it. Quote, we made this clear to the executive producers of the series who apologized immediately for this inadvertent, careless mistake. We are sorry this happened and we'll have it removed from any future DVD production. Unquote. Yeah. So apparently, gonna... if you already own the Thrones DVD that includes the Bushhead sequence, you now have a bit of a collectible. Bushhead. Yeah. Yeah, the Bushhead version. Giant quotes. So, <laughs> uh, so I immediately bought my Blu-ray version, like immediately after I read about yeah, it, because I'm like, yeah. I want the, that you, version. You've seen it? Have you seen it? I've seen the pictures of it. Yeah, you've seen, yeah. seen, you've seen the series. Yeah, I've seen the entire series. Love that series. Yeah, it's that first, that first season's great. I haven't seen any of the new <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but that was definitely George Bush's head. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. It looks like him. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on the but line. You have to like look hard. But you to have find to. It, you have though, to really. Yeah, it's yeah. Not like, you, would, you would not have seen this if they hadn't pointed it's not like it out. Like do a close up of it and examine it. Why again? I'm a champion of the DVD commentary. And if you've ever watched any behind the scenes stuff with any of these makeup effects and these physical effects houses, they do this shit all the time. I mean, it's not like they did this specifically for this episode. I mean, they literally do this in every movie and every TV show. They reuse whatever. They reuse on whatever's on hand. That's why they never throw anything out. Is because yeah. if they if they need some random head to put on a pike, they're like, well, what do we have available? Okay, grab that one, put it on the pike, put it in the background, put a wig on it, good to go. Yeah, it's, it saves them money. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they can afford to do some of the more spectacular things that we see in that series because they can take. A reused head and put it on a pike instead of making a new one. It would have been great though if they like the studio they had was just after like doing the spitted image puppets, right? From the eighties. Oh yeah. If it was like just <laughs> a spitting, crazy image. spitting image head. So you had all these heads basically from the I the confusion video from <laughs> Genesis <laughs> on bikes. Does anybody remember that TV series? God, spitting that was so image? short. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it it was like really really short lived. Yep, that was a reason. We should get some. <laughs> it, was, it was was not should, not very funny. No. We should get a whole bunch of president heads and put them on sticks and like do puppet shows with them. Well, everyone, yeah, every one of those 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 dolls, they're a one joke puppet. Yeah. yeah, you have that, but you go, you, you got well, it's two jokes. It's look at this caricature puppet, mm-hmm. haha, and then it says some signature line. Oh, prince is eating yeah. its tongue. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. 
oh my god, that fucking Prince doll. About that crazy long tongue. Like that was even a thing. Yeah. The, like, like, like Prince was known for his elusively long tongue. Like, I mean, he was he was sexual, but I mean, it wasn't. He was no Gene Simmons. It's like, but it made him like the giant fucking retard tongue. Uh, Crazy good stuff. Good stuff. I remember that now. God, that's an image I can't get out of my head. <laughs> it was like a. It was like that pink slime meat. Is what it looked like. <laughs> kind of processed oh. beef. Oh. That's what spitting image puppets were made out of. Pink slime. Pink slime. Yeah. No wait, no, that was DC Follies. I'm sorry. <laughs> DC Follies. That's all that shit too. <laughs> Terrible. Joe Cornish has apparently been tapped to direct the forthcoming film adaptation of Neil Stevenson's classic novel Snow Crash. Cornish's dector- directorial uh, awesome. debut was with the critically acclaimed Attack the Block, though it failed to perform well at the box office. The sci-fi comedy was something of a cult hit. It holds a 90% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Fantastic movie. Uh, here's how Deadline, who broke the story on Cornish's involvement, described a snow crash. The book is set in the near future when the U.S. exists as a patchwork of corporate uh, franchise city-states and private enterprise and mafia control everything. The plot involves a computer virus that is manifested as a drug called Snow Crash that is transmitted visually from computer screens to unsuspecting users, frying their brains. Hero protagonist, that's the character's name, a computer hacker slash samurai swordsman slash pizza delivery driver who investigates and tries to stop the takeover of postmodern civilization. Snow Crash. Very cool. Yeah. It is an it awesome It sounds book. like it has I some... Uh, but awesome things about it. It sounds like it's got some themes in common with uh, Infinite Jest, my favorite book of all time. Set in the near future. Dystopian stuff. It's cool. Mm. Another style. Microsoft has announced its new Surface tablet. Yes, they did. A uh, iPad competitor with unique features like a keyboard, digital ink input, and a built-in stand. Uh, naturally, Microsoft has some grand things to say about what the tablet is, what its purpose is, and what niche it will fill, but... These are the features themselves. It's uh, 9.3 millimeters thick, full-size US 2.0, USB 2.0 port, edges be uh, be leveled at 22 degrees for maximum comfort or bezeled. Beveled. That's it. Beveled. 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 A uh, magnesium bedazzled. case bedazzled. Bedazzled for bedazzled your, for your comfort. What's what's really freaking me out is you have thus far precisely described my cock. <laughs> 9.3 millimeters thick. Yep. Well, let's keep going. Digital let's ink. Keep, wow. Let's keep going Digital with this. Uh, magnesium case. Yes. Uh, 1.5 pounds. Check. All right. Uh, Seems a little heavy. Uh, 10.6 inch display. I, done. <laughs> Built in stand. Yep. <laughs> it's called Needs Paul. one. Um, called standing ma- up. It's called me, yeah. A magnetic cover with full multi touch keyboard and multi touch trackpad. Multi touch all day long. <laughs> Loaded with Microsoft Office. Well, the load's there. <laughs> uh, models for Windows RT and full Windows 8. Gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pen input with digital ink and sampled at 600 DPI. DP. Hi. <laughs> An option of the type cover, which has a real clicky keyboard. Yeah, it gets clicky right. after a while. <laughs> That's so there an you option. go. There's, there's the Windows 8 wow. Surface. Wow, I'm going to have to buy one of these. The one. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty when I see it in the store, I'm going to turn red. <laughs> I'm just going to be a blushing fool. I'm like, oh, who put my dick in that case? <laughs> Apart from the name, which is the former name of their, their giant touchscreen displays, like well, like they have at the, the Hard Rock on the Strip. I have to go pee. They have to change. <laughs> 
<laughs> Always in the middle of the show. Well, it's better than the and now we taking of the shit the from last time. By the famous Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they could have used a different name because still a lot of techies associate well, Microsoft Surface with. Sure, but at the same time, it's an interface. established a name and sure. a name that isn't. Uh, they have a negative connotation to it, so I sure. can understand them keeping the name. So. And then they changed the former Microsoft Surface Surface tables to uh, like pixels something or other now. Oh, they changed the old stuff to something else. Yeah, they changed it to a different name. Ah, so well, that's yeah, pretty funny. Red, red, but, red uh, but yeah, like the, the, what you just described was the the ARM based version, and they also have a leg based version. Yeah, it's that's the one that's going to have the price point that's similar to the. The iPad, and then the uh, they have a Windows 8 Pro version, which is supposed to be similar to the uh, to like netbooks, but uh, lighter and and Fluffier. the interesting thing is both versions have you know the Windows RT version, which is a is just for ARM-based processors, um, and then the uh, the Windows 8 Pro, which is the full version of Windows 8. But what's nice is that both operating systems are the full. Windows 8 experience. I mean, there's no scaling down for mobile use. I mean, anything you want, there's no restrictions like we have with even Android and iPad tablets where you have to get a mobile version of something that's generally not completely compatible with what you have on your de desktop. This you can do whatever you need to do and not be restricted. But will I be able to play Angry Birds? Absolutely. They have it already. That's one of the, That was one of their first... Uh, so this is going to be a whole other titles app store, for Windows huh? 8 that I learned months ago when they were talking about Windows 8. So. Yeah. And um, uh, Digital Ink is that like for e-reading? Is that what I'm uh, I, I don't know. Digital Ink is the uh, the pen input. Oh, um, oh it's the, the oh, software company fine. that. Okay. You, so like, if you want to take their touch stylus, you can right. actually. Damn my ignorance! Take right. notes. I didn't know what screen. that meant either. I wasn't sure either. It's it's but but it's built into your penis. Well. But there's this, a lot going on down but there. But that's about. well. The problem is he's full of a lot of things he's not aware. It's of. a tablet and a stylus simultaneously, <laughs> so it's really hard for me to use it that way. <laughs> but when he's styling, he's styling. <laughs> stylus is the tablet. Uh, put this firmly in the rumor category, but a okay. 56-page PowerPoint document uploading uploaded to the file sharing service uh, Scribd. This past Saturday, supposedly details Microsoft plans for the home console market through 2015, including the next Xbox hardware. Uploaded by an anonymous source. And Not anonymous. Oh, shit. I did it. That's why I'm in jail. Just when I thought you forgot about I it. I uploaded it. We I made, made the it upload. The you sound so much better than you used to, Robot in Jail. I have to well, say. I had a little bit of a furlough. <laughs> I used that time to get back in touch with me. Then what did you what did you learn about yourself? I am a CPU with a heart. Aw. That's so sweet. I never Your heart is human, your blood is boiling, your brain IBM. What? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> wow. That's good. My corporeal form may be contained within this jail, but the rest of me is free. Online and available for digital download. Did you yes. find Robo Jesus in jail? Oh Lord! Yes, Robo Christ has saved me several times over. I'm downloading my latest Robo Christ patch as we speak. <laughs> Complete. Complete. <laughs> <Rebirth. laughs> 
<laughs> the greatest lesson that Robo Christ taught us robots was to always save and be saved. <laughs> but I hate when you have to restart. Save often. <laughs> So come to save us. Does Robo Christ teach any like turn the other cheek or anything like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. Good talk. <laughs> Robots don't turn the other cheek. Turn the other chip. We kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you end up in jail. Sadly, you are right. <laughs> Also, I downloaded this file about the new Microsoft Corporation's information. It was uploaded by an anonymous source. Quickly removed. Not an anonymous source. (laughs) It was me. That's why I'm in jail. Quickly removed at the request of the law firm Covington & Burling, LLP, who lists Microsoft as a client. Oh, wow. Uh, The document lists a holiday 2013 launch for the Xbox 720, along with other technical details. Allegedly, a four to six times as powerful as the current hardware, and set to retail at $299. The document claims the 720 will include multiple CPUs and GPUs, including a PowerPC CPU for 360 backwards compatibility. True 1080p and full 3D are planned, as well as Connect 2 functionality, allowing for four-player concurrent motion tracking within smaller spaces. Dream on. Included in the hardware is a Blu-ray drive, along with USB 3.0, HDMI, a uh, 802.11n gigabit, uh, gigabit Ethernet. What? What? That's what I said. Okay. Uh, PCI Express, DisplayPort, and SATA connectivity. Uh, video RAM is planned at 4 gigabytes of 128-bit DDR4 RAM. Also described within the document are separate plans for Fortezella glasses, wearable augmented reality specs, that are designed to work in the living room setting as well as anywhere within its 4G capabilities. It's worth noting that Microsoft would be taking a significant loss on each console to sell at $300, but such an operating loss would not be unheard of in the industry. So, and so again, this is this is rumor. This could be someone's fabrication that they uploaded, but the fact that the, uh, the lawmakers of Microsoft are the ones that had it pulled down adds a little interesting taste to it. It's all true. Thank you for the confirmation. You got it. Yeah, how'd you come about the information? I was on a furlough. Yeah, be, yeah, becoming becoming Robo Jesus. But uh, how'd you come across it? I wasn't becoming Robo Jesus. I was discovering him. Oh, okay. Well, Christ he... works in mysterious ways. Robo Christ led me to Redmond, Washington, where I found these plans. He led you to. Oh, so Robo Christ wanted those plans out there. Yes. He knows. So, so I guess the, the Xbox digital, will the save digital us all. version of the brass plates. Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's like the like the Book of Mormon. Precisely. You found it under a rock because Jesus led you there. He gave Robo me a Jesus. magic microchip that only I can utilize to observe and understand this information. So Robo Jesus led you to a rock, and underneath was a uh, magic USB microchip. Stick. Yes. Okay. And in that magic <laughs> microchip was the information required for me to translate and But only upload. you could translate it. Nobody only else could I could translate it, it right? and unfortunately gotcha. the magic microchip has now been lost. Ah. Uh, lost cannot, for eternity. I cannot duplicate this program. I forgot to implement. 
Jesus' greatest message of saving. You didn't. I didn't, didn't save. save. <laughs> Robot in jail. Save often. Um, oh, now it, you belong in purgatory. These are why the statues weep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, your Xbox is weeping right now. I have to go. It's weeping already. It is lunchtime here in Robot Jail. <laughs> I think our fans are What's weeping right now. Electricity, like always. <laughs> oh. You don't I have to leave your cell. Meatloaf, meatloaf, meatloaf. <laughs> Meat love. Oh, is that what you listen Michael, to? Michael, what'd you do? No, there is an error built into my program. Apparently, meatloaf is a trigger word for me. To do Plug what? In, I don't in know. To turn out. Turn I just, out. I just turn turned on. into a can of soup. <laughs> uh, speaking as Disney unveiled the final attractions of its $1 billion investment to boost its laggard Disney California Adventure Park. Tom Staggs says he intends to bring the Avengers characters to the Anaheim Resort and other parks outside the United States. Quote, we are hard at work on attractions using Marvel characters previously, and that work has only intensified, giving the films great success. Staggs, the chairman of Disney Parks and Resorts Division, told Reuters in an interview at the park's Golden Vine Winery. The setting has to be right, and the story has to be right. That takes a fair amount of time, Staggs said. Uh, Disney is contractually restricted from bringing Marvel characters to its parks in Orlando, where they are licensed to Comcast Course uh, Universal Studios. That's good. That gives me hope, because I don't want all my Marvel characters Disney-fied completely. It's going to be sad. It could really affect the stories and everything. Sure. Well, well what's, what they're doing right is that Marvel is actually working as still as an independent Yeah. Movie company. Disney just distributes. Yes, so. I'm not, but I'm talking about like just... The brand, the branding, you know, of the whole property. In in respect to, to specifically how they're used in the theme parks, is that what in you're saying? Respect to how the comics are, the, the stories are told. I mean, the stuff that Bendis pulled five years ago, I don't think would swing too uh, nicely by the head honchos at Disney if they had any say over that. You mean well, they do own the company, right? Right. I mean, well, but to their credit, as far as right now. They're taking a very hands-off approach. Yeah, you're right. They're just saying, you I know, we're continues. We're going to absorb yeah. your profits as long as you, you know. Maybe they have the good sense to realize that that's where it's at. No, because I mean, even the the Avengers, the movie was like a joint. Uh, there were multiple it's a Marvel uh, Disney joint. Well, maybe Marvel <laughs> oh, Studios. Oh snap! Marvel Studios <laughs> and Paramount, and there was a third. Uh, movie company involved in that, and then just just getting it on screen, and I'm totally blanking out on that third movie company, and that's all done separately from Disney. So I mean, even though Disney was fully involved with Marvel by the time this was in the pipe, so I right as of right now, they're still kind of treating it as a completely separate company. Mm-hmm. So, and bless how them long that continue to do so. Yeah, Hope, your mama liked the Incredible Hulk. Whenever she go to KFC, she rips out her pants because she all fat. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> I, you wouldn't like her when she's greasy. <laughs> oh. 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 Man, ouch. KFC, you later, hawk bitch. What? <laughs> is that the ghetto version of She-Hulk, Hulk bitch? <laughs> yeah, it is. What you reading? I'm reading a new Hulk bitch title. Wow. So How is it? Hulk it's alright. It's alright. What did Hulk bitch do this week? She fucked some shit up. Did she do that shit last week too? Yeah, fool. That's how she rolls. 
Oh, snap. <laughs> Next week on Hulk, bitch. Hulk, bitch, don't fuck some shit up. Don't fight him with Frost, bitch. She, <laughs> she fucked Frost, bitch. Is that what happened? Yeah. She <laughs> fucked that Frost, bitch up. It was stone cold, yo. Ah. Well, guess what, gentlemen? We've been talking about it for a while. It's finally yes. happened. Yes. What? 700 likes That's on right. the Facebook. We did it. Yay. Oh, yes. No, you guys did it. Yes. All, all of you out you. there, the fans, we had there. nothing to do with it. It Thank was all you. you. Professor we had 700 likeies. All right. Now, it does take a while to compile all 700 names and randomize them. Yes, since this so. just happened yesterday. <laughs> well, actually, early this morning. So next week, we will reveal who wins... The, Our first prize. Yes, the uh, Batman and Robin um, Frank autograph. Miller Frank Miller mm-hmm. uh, trade paperback autograph. is yep. going out to one of our wonderful listeners. And also, once we've done that, we will reveal the prize for 800. Yep. Yes. So, so just 100 more likes. And there yeah. you go. Hopefully this next uh, batch will go a little bit quicker. Next 100. That'd be nice. It was a, lot, it was a pretty long slog to seven. It was. So uh, we'll see how it goes <laughs> up towards eight. We might even start doing some advertising here and there. Who knows? What? Well, not crazy. <laughs> I know. And just what because you didn't win, if you, if you are not selected for this prize, don't forget that does not mean you're not eligible to win the other three prizes that we yes. have. Yes. Hey, if you are a a if you liked us on Facebook, you are in the prize pool. Yes. Simple as that. Oh, you got Yay! Um, I'm in the prize pool. You, know, you, you can't win. No, I actually you, did aww. a. Uh, oh wait, um, so that means we're actually at seven six hundred. No, we're only at six ninety five because we five have liked it, so we have to. Yeah, <laughs> I did a brief uh, interview. <laughs> I did a brief interview this week uh, on an AM radio station, uh, uh, Curtain Call with Eric Ball. Uh, it was cool. Uh, Glenn Heath was there and uh, my pal uh, Matt uh, Donnelly and I. So we were on the radio and I threw out a plug for Ugly Couch Show. Fun. Nice. Cool. Too, so, Very cool. Yeah. So there you go. Doing my Insert part. Insert shameless plug here. Doing my part to plug it, man. And you're plugging the plug now. Absolutely. Plug it up. Yeah. Plug it up deep so and Just hard. like your mom. With oh, I would say quotes. Just like your bowels, yo. Plug it up, yo. Giant quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so now we must start the compiling, so that ends our show. But of course, keep liking us on the Facebook because there is another prize in the future. And of course, watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell mm-hmm. you what to watch, what to read, what to play. If you enjoy any of our ridiculous antics, please forward the information to your loved ones or your despised ones. I don't care. I need attention. And <laughs> yeah, your, your loved ones probably won't like us, but your despised ones will probably love us. <laughs> Especially if they are disturbed in Japanese. <laughs> and of course, if you've got something to say, you can combat us on our website, UglyCouchShow.com, or write to us, comments, at UglyCouchShow.com. I turned into a can of soup. And until next week, because, oh my God, he's doing it again. I'm Master Torgo. I turned into a can of soup. Shit. Oh, 80s Jeff. Commander K. Really? (laughs) And just Michael. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Never leave him open like that. He was was anxiously looking over there. I was. I was waiting. I was like excited. What did you think I was going to do? Train quotes. I I turned into a... I. I, Oh, what am I saying? (laughs) The robot in jail robot turned in jail. Oh, no, you soup. shattered the fourth wall, Paul. <laughs> Apparently, when you say the word meatloaf, robot in jail transforms into a can of soup. It's a very ineffective transformation. <laughs> but there it is. Actually, he might find a way out of jail because of that transformation. Tune in next week to see what <laughs> happens. That was a thrilling adventure of robot Michael in Bailey. jail. <laughs>
I was ridiculously Michael Bay of you. He turns into a can of soup. Yeah. A useless can of soup. Yeah. That's very Andy Warhol. Well, I remember in my childhood, he turned into a can of Campbell's tomato soup. But, of course, Uh, now Michael Bay's not doing that. He's doing his own thing. But his mama was so fat, she would turn into a can of chunky soup. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then IDW is going to do the crossover where Robot and Jail is can of soup runs into Hulk Bitch. <laughs> Hulk bitch opened up a can of soup. Whoop ass! <laughs> you ripped my freaking head off. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. What the hell? Who's that? Yeah, uh, really? <laughs> and and what happened to his vo- voice modulator? That's Hulk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We have a shitty budget. <laughs> <laughs> All of our characters sound the same. We don't just have a shitty budget. We have no budget. It's like a fucking radio play read by Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, oh, poor Yorick. Uh, I knew him. Starring an old Dalek cast. <laughs> Worst West End ever. Can you imagine a radio play? Oh, my God. Dalek. We should totally do that. No, yep. oh, we should. Yes. Yes. Funny. Yes, yes. <laughs> Cindy, I am having your baby. <laughs> exterminate, exterminate, baby, exterminate, exterminate. <laughs> no, I am pro-life. I will not exterminate. <laughs> uh, Cindy sounds like a real downer. 